This episode and most episodes of A Beer With are recorded live in Diffuse Studios. Guys, Monday the 10th of August, I'm sitting here, actually not at the studio this time, but I am heading there soon. Just wanted to get this intro sorted uh, and sort of let everyone know what's going on in the world of A Beer With, which is always so much. Um, Stubby Coolers, they've just come in. Uh, I'm actually going to pick them up as soon as I've done this. So I haven't seen them yet in person, but if you're interested in a stubby cooler, they're just $10. Uh, so make sure you hit us up on any of the socials or any of the contacts, and we can make sure we get one out to you guys. All right, guys, this one we had uh, Will Mind on the show, and this one was really interesting because, first of all, he's mainly based in Toowoomba, which is you know a smaller town than Brisbane, so it's interesting to hear about some of the nightlife culture there. Uh, and then it's also interesting to find out about the mashup packs. Obviously, Will, um, you know, he's got heaps of awesome mashup packs with heaps of mashups in them um, with heaps of other people on board. So let's just get into this one. I really love this one. It's great, um, you know, talking to people from other cities uh, and talking about sort of what it's like up there. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Let's just run that music and get this episode underway. Hi guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we have Will Mind. Now Will Mind is actually a DJ based in Toowoomba. Um, He does DJ down here in Brisbane sometimes, been in a number of competitions. You've probably heard his name because you've seen the mashup packs uh, and all of the mashups that he's done. uh, Some in collaboration with other people and then so many of them uh, by by himself as well. Hi guys, so let's just jump straight in. So as always, sit back, Crack a beer if you have one and enjoy the episode. This is a beer with Will Mind. Awesome. Let's do it. Cheers, man. Get it started. Let's go. How are you, mate? Good. Very, very good. Thank Down you. from T-Bar. What's uh, what's going on? You, you mixed up some dates we were talking before. Oh, uh, well, I was supposed to come down here this weekend to go to the uh, the bow stream, take a bow. Yeah. To watch Badger, Callum, Car- Cameron. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, turns out uh, he was playing last weekend. Yeah. So. So did you like last weekend? Did like had you seen? Did you see that he was on then? And yeah. sort of go, oh, what did like you know yeah, message him and like what's going on? I thought as it was this weekend. As soon yeah. as it was announced, I messaged him. And I was like, yeah. I thought you were playing next weekend. He said, yeah. oh, got changed. Sorry, man. So I wasn't gonna come. And then my mate hit me up saying that he needs to get a car from down here. So yeah. I came down here anyway. Yeah. Awesome. He's doing that right now. Yeah, I'm yeah, here. yeah. Works out well, man. Very Works well. out well. And uh, how's it up in T-Bar at the moment? What's what's the the world look like in in Toowoomba at the moment up there? Freezing cold. Yeah. Windy, freezing. Yeah. Foggy. Uh, boring. Yeah. Yeah. Because what's going on up there in terms of things open or not open or what's it? Basically, every venues, clubs, anywhere. Yeah. There's like, yeah. I'd say every every bar, every venue's open except the one that I play at. Society, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's real good for me. Yeah. So I'm just still doing nothing on weekends, still yeah. just cruising. But, uh, yeah, we're not open yet. But there are still places up there. Like, yeah, everywhere. Like, oh, really? Like pub, like pubs, what kind of venues? Pubs, uh, bars. There's, yeah. there's like probably like three other clubs that are open. Yeah. They're all sitting down there, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah. uh Yeah. Doing nothing. Yeah. Have you been out to any of them up there and stuff? Going uh, out for a drink or anything? I went. I went out like the first weekend that I was all open again. I think it was like three weeks ago or something like that. We yeah. had to sit down. And it was just, it just wasn't very fun. Yeah. You know, like it was, you try to talk to people, the music's too loud. You can't enjoy the music because yeah. you have to sit down. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, it was very boring. Ended up staying out all night somehow. Yeah, it's yeah. an interesting dynamic. You really, I think, you really have to have like a good crew of people with you to do that. Like if you go out with a good crew and you sort of plan to just yeah. hang out, then it's like, you know, it's not as bad. Like No, it's not as bad. But in saying that, you could also just do that at home. Like when you go out, you go out to like exactly you yeah. go out to party, yeah, and like you can really just sit at home with your mates, yeah. not worry about anything, yeah, get tr- heaps cheaper drinks, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Um, like I think a lot of that's been pretty big, and people have sort of realised that too. That that's kind of actually pretty like you do miss that, yeah. Like, like when you don't have it for a while, yeah. We've like like the first couple of months of the whole shutdown, everything. We were like pretty strict on who comes over the house and everything. Yeah, yeah. As it eased up though, like. We've been going like weekend after weekend, just people at the house, just drinking everything, which has been really fun, really big change from what yeah. I'm used to, liking it more, but I'm pretty much ready to get back. Yeah, that's back it. Into it eh? It's just that energy, hey, the excitement, the energy yeah. is a little bit different. We were talking before the podcast how I said I'd been out um, to check it out and it was busy early, but it's just, it's not the same vibe, no, you know, in whatever the main room or the dance floor, you know, wherever your main room is, it's just... The energy's different. Like Very the boring. DJs are actually actively trying yeah. to make you not dance, <laughs> yeah. which is the exact opposite of what we're paid for. Everything yeah. that you learn to do. Um, so I think it's interesting, and it's a. I suppose it's almost a skill people need to learn, kind of thing. Yeah, like a new um, skill. A new skill. Yeah, yeah a new skill. Um, that's like they always. You know, they always used to say one of the. Managers used to love it if, like, the last tune you play was, like, something a bit more chill. Yeah. Just to try and, like, Quiet ease everyone. Down. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's don't want like everyone walking out of the club. Walking out of the club, just, like, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. just raging and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's interesting to see what kind of music. I think someone posted about, like, Deep House DJs. This is your moment to yeah. shine. Like, yeah. It's like, because it's, like, background sort of listening. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it. it's going to be interesting to see what, the music is that people are playing out. Yeah. Like I've I've only been out a couple of times um, and it hasn't really seemed too different to me yeah, to well, what I usually have experienced, but just a little bit like you can't play that couple of tunes no. that sort of just hype everyone right up Absolutely kind of thing. Not. Yeah, you got to sort of bring it back to sort of more, I don't know, almost like pop. Chill. Almost like pops because people need to know the song because it's like they've got to chill to the – Yeah. You can't like impress them by dropping some mad drop or something from a tune that they don't know. No. Because it doesn't really work. It's, yeah. <laughs> you, well, you're going to drop a mad chill drop or something, which is cool. we were at. can do that. That's all they played. Like they were only playing like, you know, top 20. Yeah. Like real throwbacks and stuff. That's all they played. Yeah. And, but also in saying that Toowoomba – is not like yeah, a what's real it? like EDM. I was going to ask about that. Like, what's it like um, in a smaller city? Um, you know, like like Toowoomba. What's the population up there? How big is Toowoomba oh, these days? Come I've on, got no idea. Oh, you should know this. Oh. <laughs> but it's like it's, it's, it's big. It's not as it's not as small as people like yeah, to think it is. We just like to make fun of it. Yeah, well, I don't blame because <laughs> it's, it's like, cold. It's, it's, it's freezing. <laughs> I hate the cold up there. Um, no, the, like most clubs, they just play like basically, you know, those. Top twenty like remix house mixes, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, um, our club like we like to like we'll start our night off like that. But then yep. as the night gets gets later, like we'll go like play better music. Yep. In my opinion, better music. Yeah, like, we'll yeah, go bass yeah. house. Like we might finish with like trap DMB. Like we'll tra- finish with stuff that I personally like and like playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so it keeps it a little bit more like personal and stuff like that at the club. Stuff it's always good when you can play at a club where it's stuff you enjoy. Exactly. You know, like otherwise it just gets 
it really does feel start to feel like a job otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And before like before society, <laughs> like I'd played at two clubs in Toowoomba beforehand. Like I was relatively new, but I didn't enjoy playing it. Yeah. Because it's just stuff that you hear on the radio and it's just everyone likes it, so you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like society, we have more more free range to play what we want to play. Yeah. And that's that's really good. And did you say there was was it three clubs you set up there? Um there's probably there's probably about four clubs, four clubs that have dance floors and like yeah. have DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like but probably a lot of it's like commercial stuff though. Yeah, 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 yeah. very. It's interesting, like, you know, in a small town like that, you know, I was in Townsville at uni and that's where I started. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's probably a few more clubs in Townsville than, you know, than um, than Toowoomba, I'd say. But still that small, you know, sort of city um, and a lot of people who go there, especially from uni, are from, like, surrounding areas. Yeah, like rural. And that's rural. You know, that's even smaller cities. So it's interesting to see, and when I was on college and at uni there, the different kinds of music that people from those smaller towns <laughs> like and listen to. It's obviously there's a lot of like rock and that kind yeah. of, you know, like um, like Aussie, <clears throat> you know, sort of, um, you know, rock and classics. And classics. classics. Yeah, Aussie your classic classics. Aussie classic rock kind of, yeah. kind of vibes. Um, so it's interesting, I think, to find out, you know, is is it kind of, is it like that up in Toowoomba or is it is it not that sort it, of small um, town mentality? Like is it a little bit more maybe progressed in terms of other more modern genres? I'd or? say it's like it's probably a bit more bit more um progressive. But in saying that, like if you walk into a club, like a club at Toowoomba at about nine thirty, you're gonna probably hear like classic classic yeah. Australian songs. Yeah, or yeah. it's either that or like throwback R and B hits. Yeah. You yeah. know? Stuff that people really do know. Exactly. And, and that for you a while know back. people will, like, dance to. Yeah, yeah. As the night goes, though, it does change up, especially at society. Changes yeah. up. And so is that, would like. you say that's, like, one of the bigger ones or the biggest one? Like, how big, are, you know, is there some of them smaller than others or anything? Or They're all re- they're all pretty much the same size. Yeah. There's one club that has, like, like oh, it's not 15. It's probably, like, five rooms. Um, yeah. They've got karaoke. They've got, like, Okay, games yeah. room, they've got a pool table, yeah, and two club rooms, yeah, and yeah, but everywhere else is pretty much same size. We, standard, we've got two yeah. rooms, we've got an yeah. R&B room, then we've got our main room, yeah, yeah, and the only one's not open. The only <laughs> one's not open. Is there any, um, like, have they been speaking about when they think if they're thinking of opening or are they sort of waiting for restrictions or do you know at all? Honestly, I've got no idea, yeah, no, you're just waiting for them to tell I, you that they're open. And- no, well, last I heard, it's well, because our club isn't, um isn't like it's basically a big dance for the whole club yeah so and like they just don't want to yeah it makes it hard chairs all around the place and then police it and everything yeah be harder so that's what it is tough to um to police a big area exactly a big dance for a big area open space more security and you know it's just i can just see how it would get out of control so quick and you can't really make a lot of money either no you know like you've, you've got limited capacity and stuff especially with the seats like Prohibition opened up that side, uh, that next block, because yeah. it was to have more floor space oh, okay. so they could have more people. Yeah. And so it was really, like, I thought it was awesome out there. Like, it was just, like, it's big open area, barrels, every like, couple of barrels everywhere. the old smokers? Well, it's where the smokers is, but, you know, where the stairs go up to that other bit. Yeah. Well, instead of, like, that fence being there next to the stairs, that's just gone. Oh, and okay. it goes straight out to, uh, like, a big vacant block. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a tent out there selling drinks some benches around and then it was just this big massive open area and it was yeah. like you could hear the music 
from like the outside bar, but you were like outside. It was like kind of dark and stuff. So it almost felt like you're at a, like a festival. Yeah. Cause it was like, you could hear music in the distance Quite enough to and talk, everyone's though. sort of, yeah. And everyone's yeah. sort of standing around and like, you know, drinking and like just some people sitting down. It. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really cool. Um, but now like you need to have seats. So it's like, you're limited by how many seats exactly. you actually have in the venue. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. It's like a it's like a little ghost or invisible uh, restriction they've exactly. put on pe- on the clubs without then, it really being. You and know. then when we go back to normal, where do all those seats go? You know, you yeah. buy you, you buy more seats so you can have all these people. Where they all going to go then? Yeah, you got to hire them probably. But still, even that, like, it's just extra expenses that venues can't afford at the no. moment. Like you know, like they they can't afford to be buying and renting chairs. And no, shit. exactly. Like, Especially when there's yeah, you've got the limit on people. We're not making as much money. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how did you start in music then? Let's start with that because, um, um, you know, I saw you sort of online and stuff through, I think, like your mashup packs and stuff that you, you've done. Yeah. With, um, you know, with a few other people and stuff. So, but how did you start? Was it when you were younger or uh, what? Oh, yeah, no. Give us, um, give us the, the, the origin story. It was schoolies. Yeah, it schoolies. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like. I got a horrible OP. I thought I was going to go to uni. Didn't go to uni, obviously. Uh, we got to Schoolies. Um, um, you know Riley Ella? I know the name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> resident of the Met. Um, he was playing. I obviously never heard of him because I was just out of school and he was playing in the clubs there for Schoolies and I just went there every night and watched that. I was like yeah. fanboying the fuck out of yeah. him. And yeah, just went there. Messaged him later, later after Schoolies, just talked to him for a bit. There was that that made me kind of like want to get into clubs and everything. And then I went to Good Life the next year, the underage, yeah, um, yeah. and saw Marshmallow play. Oh, uh, yeah. Marshmallow. Oh, I fell in love. I yeah. fell in love. I loved Marshmallow. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, after that, I just wanted to do it. And my mate came up to me one day. He, uh, he said to me that he's doing a DJ competition. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's your shot. Yep. And so, yeah, we signed up for that, mm-hmm. me and like three other – Three other friends, we signed up for it, went down, drove down from Toowoomba and um, yeah, we got in, all four of us. So. Yeah, sweet. As like solo acts, these weren't duos? Uh, or... Two solos and one duo. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. So I did that. And you, so you did that as a solo yeah, was thing solo. then? Yeah, yeah. Cool. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. As in like bad, horrible, as in how you, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I played like, like, you know, those Teddy Cream remixes Yeah, that I used to have like. I started with that, and then I went to like Carnage, like break the fuck, like break the fucking walls off. Crazy song. It's just it should not have been. You sort of went within from one extreme to the other kind of yeah. thing. It's like yeah. I played a Mozart trap remix. Bad. Yeah, bad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I um I regret it because I fucked up that one chance that you have at one at your shop. Yeah, yeah. But hey, like. You learn from I'm doing it. Okay now. Think about how many, like, only one person wins out of however many. Oh yeah, there are now like 150 or 120 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, that's like about. it's not your chances of winning it aren't real high. Oh god, you know, man. like there's lots of people there, so you got to be pretty lucky to win, really. And I mean, it's hard to judge, really, because it's like, how do you like? There's, I know there's so minutes. many categories. There's categories, and people just try and see as much as they can as judges. Mm. But you know, it is tough when. Um, everyone's doing such different things. Yeah. And it's like, well, if someone stuffs up technically as opposed to maybe does what you did and plays like all different, you know, yeah. genres of songs that maybe don't vi- like work together, it's like, well, how do you compare those two? Like 
what's yeah. more important and stuff. And I know they've got criteria and things that they like mark for, which makes it easier, I guess. But yeah, it, I guess it's just um, especially in just twenty to, minutes. Yeah, it, 20 exactly. Minutes. Like twenty minutes is really short. Yeah, like, but um, no, I don't think I've no. ever played a twenty-minute set. <laughs> like, oh, I've played a couple. Yeah, yeah, in other competitions. Oh, competitions. Yeah, no, I've oh, played. Yeah, in, I've it. played no, in comps. Yeah, yeah. No, like paid gigs for twenty. Yeah, minutes, yeah, no. but you know what I mean. Like it's sort of like, yeah, I know it is a competition though. Yeah, so, yeah. And then no, I went to um, it did that. Was like feeling sorry for myself. Oh, I can't do this. I'll never do it again. Yeah. And then my mate. Who lives with me in Toowoomba? We um, he wanted to play at a club in Toowoomba, so we hit up a club, and we were just going to do it together, just because we were starting out. There was no like long term yeah. thing for it. Yeah. And then we played at a club there, played there for like three months. Just went to another club, played three months. wasn't very good. And um, as in the club wasn't good, or you weren't. We good? weren't. You we weren't. weren't. Yeah, no, yeah. like I, I still didn't know how to phrase. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I wasn't listening in the your shot class or something, but I couldn't even like beat match properly. I yeah, don't know yeah. how he even got the gigs. Who was your Who was your uh, teacher? Oh, uh, I don't. I think it's Nick Galea. Is that oh, Nick. Yeah, 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 I know Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Galea, yeah. yeah, we had him. I think that was yeah. his last year in your shot. Maybe yeah, year I after. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing. I, I know he's still around Brizzy and that. But he yeah, he's got him. He's got. I, I. He played at Subrosa the other week. I think. Oh, okay. um, with with Taglo and friends when Taglo had his night. But um, I think, I think he does more like production like yeah. stuff and teaching and that now. So yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's he's still around. Actually, need to talk to Nick. That'd be um good to have <laughs> him on the show. Yeah, I've been meaning to. I think we've spoken about it. That's someone who's coming up. Gotcha. We have spoken gotcha. about it um in the past, so we're gonna organize that one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, so you <laughs> just started playing like some clubs and stuff. Yeah, and... it was really bad. Um, then I got to um, like he he moved to Brisbane here, so we just didn't do it anymore. Yeah, he's he's producing now and everything. He's really good. And then I um, I got a trial at society. Yeah, I play now. Sorry. And then um, I showed up fifteen minutes late. <sighs> um, I didn't have music sorted. I. <sighs> What? How I was come? Still what? so rookie. What? How come? Because I you... thought like, because I'd really never been to the club at a, at an early time, and I was opening obviously, and I thought you know I'll just play the R and B songs that I've got on my USB. None of they were all shit quality. They were like, they weren't good. It yeah, wasn't yeah. good, and I played horribly. I got really nervous because I was like, the club that I wanted to play at got yeah. nervous, and then they didn't have me back for a while. I did lights. And then I got to play at a, a club in Warwick, oh, I'd say a bar in Warwick. Yeah. Where I just I learned how to mix uh like you know, R and B top forty hits. Yeah. Which yeah. which it actually helps a lot. Yeah. When yeah. you're opening a night. Did yeah, that. Did Lights of Society for a while. And then I um did that for six months and I said to him, like, I I wanna work here, I wanna be a DJ though, so I'm gonna have to quit because I don't wanna be here unless I'm playing. Yeah. And they took that. They were fine with that. They um. Then like six months later, Boxing Day, they asked me to come play because someone yeah. backed out. And then yeah, I've been playing ever since. Oh, not not now, but yeah, I've been yeah, playing yeah. Ever since then. But since then, yeah, that was like 2018 Boxing Day. That was the yeah. first time I played there. Yeah, yeah. So you started, I guess, the year you did your shot. What year was that? Oh, uh, um, 2016. 2016, yep. So you're like four years in, I guess. Yeah. 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 We say four years. Yeah. Cool. And then I think you, I saw you, you were in the, you were coming down for the Tuskies comp. Is that right? Yeah. On the yeah. Thursdays. Um, um, I did a couple. 
Yeah. I did a couple. I did the Brideys one. Yep. Yeah, it was all right. Um, It's so hard bringing people down here because I'm not really, like, friends with people who aren't DJs down here. So yeah. it's so hard to bring them to a venue. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I did that. I did a Tuskies one. I did the last Tuskies one. Uh, made it to the grand final. Brought all my friends down. And yeah. I I started before they got there. Yeah. So they yeah. were all driving down from Toowoomba and I started at 11.30 and no one was there. Um. But yeah, it went really good. Um, I ended up coming second. Oh, yeah, it was so really close. Cool. Runner yeah. up. That's still good. Yeah, it That's was really awesome. good. Um, spoke to Frazzy after, and um, he said that he'll put me on the Stockies roster. Oh yeah. So that's cool. That's always been a big um, yep. big goal of mine to try and get into Stockies without living in Brisbane. Yeah, you know, yeah. like yeah, and uh, yeah, put me on that. Yeah, cool. And then COVID hit. Yeah. So I haven't even played there yet. Now no one's playing it at no. Stockies at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool, man. So, and it's, I suppose that's like a lot of people like to shit on DJ comps or whatever, you yeah. know, because there's only like one winner and all that. But sometimes it's not even about actually winning the comp. No. You know, it's actually about making those connections. And even if you don't win, you might, they might see you, you know, they get to see you play yeah. and then it might be, you know, for another place where you might be more suitable, exactly. for example. So stockies or, you know, um, if the if the guys are still doing Overlook when it comes back, you know, like that's like yeah, the, the tech yeah. house sort of yeah. night. Um, it's interesting to – people always think about it's just the prize that you win, but it's, yeah. there's so much more that comes along exactly. with it. Because like, you actually do meet all the people who work at that club. Then. Yeah. yeah. They're all like judges or they yeah. all just come to like watch – I I personally didn't do it to to win. Like I did it yeah. because I saw it as a good way to like get my foot in the door in Brisbane without yeah. actually living here and having to go out every weekend because mm. I couldn't. Yeah. So yeah, I found that a good way to do it, and it, it seemed to work a bit. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. And so, uh, do you have plans to move or anything? Yeah. Or like, what's is there a reason you're like up in Toowoomba? Like, do you have work up there or something that you do, or family yeah. or something up there? Well, at the moment, like. When uh, Corona started, I actually went full time at Harvey Norman. Yeah, I work at Harvey Norman in the back dock. Yeah, and um, so I've got to get my forklift license, which they pay for. But I don't. If I leave Harvey Norman a year before before a year after I get that forklift license, I have to pay for it. Yeah. So basically, I'm waiting to do that, and yep. then we'll get so it transferred get it. down here. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But yeah, definitely coming down here. Yeah, so it's on the it's cards. Be some time. You've been, yeah, playing. Probably, you know, everything's been pushed back for everyone now. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to go down to Sydney and Melbourne this year, like in this second half of the year, and like do heap of podcasts yeah. with people down there that I've like been meaning to for Big ages. Trip. But um, obviously, that's <laughs> that's not happening. That's not happening anytime soon. Um, so it's going to be yeah, um, interesting. And I was meant to go up to Townsville and play as well. So, but again, it was just the yeah. worst timing when Easter was about to hit. And um, yeah, basically just yeah. got cancelled. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was supposed rough. to go up north too. I was supposed to yeah. go to um, Club Central in Bundaberg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, played there uh, at the end of last year. Yeah. And uh, my place in Gladstone, they were, they were both booked in, ready to go. And then like a month before, I had to go up to Bundaberg. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's it all, gone. Everything stopped. How'd yeah. you get, how'd you line those ones up? Because that's interesting that you've got ones in other rural <clears throat> spots. Yeah. How did you hook those up? It's a, I think it's a mixture of things. Like the uh, DJs at Bundaberg, they'd, mm. they'd heard my packs and everything and they had yeah. shown the um, the booking manager there Yeah, and um, spoke to him for a bit and also he knows Benny. Uh, Benny Q is the guy who owns Society, one okay. of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
and he's like a DJ, mm-hmm. plays on the Gold Coast and everything. So people know him. They must have spoke to him and then they wanted to, yeah, book me. Yeah, cool. So we did that and that's how that would have come along. And uh, I reached out to my place to play there. Yeah. And, yeah, we – um. Again, they knew about society and everything. Yeah. And yeah, we got that. Yeah, that's cool. So it's, <clears throat> I guess it's partially from the club you're playing at, sort of having a, some connections in other places and just that they know where that place yeah, is exactly. or know of it. And then um, yeah, also you said like the, the mashup yeah. packs and stuff. So um, I guess that's a really cool tool, um, you know, the mashup packs and stuff. And they get a lot of like traction and stuff like that. Exactly. Well, they get a lot of traction when clubs are open. I don't know about now, like, because I feel like they might get a bit of traction, but people aren't really looking for those, um, you know, those hit sort of mashup tunes to be able to play in sets because there's no sets to play. No, exactly. So it's, um, have you thought about release? Have you released any since um, since the, I think you had one recently? Yeah, Yeah. I I held off for ages. Yeah. And I, um. Did you want to be known as just the mashup pack guy kind of thing? Yeah, like I've been like. I've been like bare minimum trying to learn how to produce. It's it's just so hard. But um I don't wanna I don't wanna like disappear. Yeah. So I wanna keep putting out those packs while I've got nothing else to put out. Yeah. Such as like production. So I wanna yeah. do that so I can still so people can still see that I'm there. Yeah. And um I was gonna hold off on the last pack with um Bow Husky, Sprink and Xander. Yeah. I was gonna hold off on that and then the clubs opened. And you're not only allowed to sit down, but I th- I assumed that like in a couple of weeks that after the yeah. sitting down thing would be completely good. Yeah, so I put it out. Back. Yeah, yeah. Thinking put it out, that. thinking that everyone's going to. And be so how is tunes. it? How's it gone then? Like in comparison to the other ones, because I know some of the other ones have done quite well. Yeah, so. it's actually it's actually done really well. Really well. Yeah. So like, maybe it's because people are seeing it on socials and yeah. stuff because people are you know more time free. Yeah, I'd say that's what that. it is. Possibly, yeah. I'd say it's probably. Sorry, having yeah. to do with the people that I've got on as well. Like, yeah. I, I haven't had four people on it for, yeah, people yeah. on it yet. So that's helped a lot. It's probably done the best in the time frame. Yeah. It's only been out for like two months. Mm-hmm. and It's got 2,000 views, which isn't amazing, but like for me, it's pretty good. Yeah. And, and I suppose the thing is with the other like pack, previous packs you've done, you're always then building and further audience like people yeah, exactly. see the pack and go oh cool and give you a follow and then they'll download and then, more yeah and then the next time when the new pack comes out they go oh i know that pack like i've seen that yeah you know, i've seen that before so um i guess it's a good uh, sort of promo tool for that um you know to do so yeah grab another beer oh lovely Don't hold back. i'm sweating yeah we got those mad lights <laughs> the mad uh porn lights in the studio podcast everyone always gosh. comes in here when they first like come in when it's not set up for the podcast and they're like what are the lights for? <laughs> like, that was like Don't real, you real worried. But yeah, we do OnlyFans things in here. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, when uh, when you sort of you know put out those mashup packs, like the first one you did, mm-hmm. what uh, you know what started the thought of doing that? Did you just start like doing random <laughs> mashups and th- and thought? I should do them as packs and sort of get other people on board. How did you sort well, of figure that out? Well, no, like the reason I started doing them was just because when I first got into DJing, I the the kind of music I would like is the music you could sing along to and then that would have a drop. Mm. Being at the level I was, I didn't know that that was an edit or yeah. a remix or whatever. And so I wanted to do that. So I asked my um, mate who works at the same club as me and – sorry, Jesus. <laughs> just the beers. Oh, 
And he, um, yeah, he told me about them. He showed me a couple and then he helped me make make them. Yeah, cool. And then, yeah, every edit for like the first two packs, I'd send to him saying, how does this sound? He'd give me like yeah. little options to do to it. And yeah, yeah that's cool. why I want to do it. And I, st- I still just love having a sing-along song or something you know yeah. going into like a drop. Yeah. Any genre, house, trap, DMB, anything. It kind of helps it be a bit more familiar for some people too, like to help exactly. them maybe understand it a bit more. Like when you, especially when you're so new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like you know the general punter as well, it sort of makes it a bit familiar the song, yeah. and it's like oh, but then there's this other element to it that's different, so it's kind of exactly. eases them into it a bit, I guess. And that's like that. I play my edits all like nonstop at the club at yeah. society. Yeah, and that's a perfect place for it, I think, because they all want to sing along, they all want to yeah. know the song. Yeah, and then you know, thirty seconds in those later, smaller it's a, commercial sort of yeah. spots. Yeah, and then thirty seconds later, you got a nice little drop. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, how often do you come down to Brisbane? Then, like, is it only when you've got stuff that oh, you've, like, you're organising in that, or is it kind of a regular thing? Or it's not really that regular. Like, no. Now it, it's probably more regular now than it was when the clubs were open because I was every yeah. weekend, every Friday, Saturday, I was too busy to come down. Yeah, but um. At the moment, it's been it's probably been more now, yeah. Yeah, just come down and see people. Just to see people. Out. It's interesting, like you're coming down and nothing's open, but it's just to see people. Yeah, but I like, suppose that's like you said, it's because you're not having to work. You, yeah. you can get down. Yeah. Well, like um, when we played on the bow, the take a bow stream. Yeah. The week before that, just came down just to see the boys. Um, mm. Bodie Tow. Yeah, 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 and then oh, then we came here and played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that's just. Yeah, there's down. stuff to do down here a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, you can still do the live stream spaces and then there's yeah. all kinds of things going on, um, you know, on the sort of online world, I guess, as well. So There's a lot more to do down here than there is Toowoomba. Yeah, in general, not just during ever. COVID. Yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. You can go bowling in Toowoomba. Yeah, Sick. that's about it. Pretty much. Yeah. I always remember um, I went to Toowoomba when I was young. I used to do gymnastics and I was like 13 and it was – we had the state championships in Toowoomba yeah. and it was like in like June, July. So it was like the coldest. And so yeah. we're wearing like leotards with Freezing. like, with like, you know, like short, like. Skin and, tight. And, oh yeah. And the, and the gym, like where it was, wasn't heated. So it was like, they had like the blow, you know, the big, the, the blow, like the, um, yeah, the jet heater type oh, things. Yeah. The oh, big really? hectic ones. Yeah. Like, but. Unless you were standing right next to it, doing nothing, you didn't. You wouldn't even feel it. So like you'd be standing at the end of the vault, ready to like run down, and it's like blowing on you. And you're like this is so true. good. Yeah. Then as you're running down the vault, like you get like halfway down, you're like, I can't feel my legs anymore. <laughs> They've gone like because it's such a big temperature change. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and then you just like go. It's like, oh man, I stuffed up so much shit that yeah. that year at the cop <laughs> just from like not being used to it. Didn't take the win. Uh, I I got into the state team, but like just. Yeah. Like just, I think it was like 0.05 I got in by. So that's like super close, but we got there. I got in that year. That, that was my first year in the, in the state team. So, but, um, oh man, <clears throat> hectic. Like, even grabbing the bar, the bar was like so Freezing. cold, like metal bar. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Um, can't handle that cold up into Wilbur, man. See, I'm used to it. Like, right. Yeah. I, as I'm sure you can see, I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be wearing jeans, but like, yeah, I yeah. got down here. I had my hoodie on. I had my. Well, that's what you said. You said you're like, oh, it's so hot down here, and I was like, yeah. no, nah, man, it's just so cold in Toowoomba. Like right now in Toowoomba, <laughs> it's probably like seven degrees right now. Yeah, and windy, so it's not great. I love me hoodie weather. And yeah, I suppose I can if you've got your, here. if you've got all your, you know, all your warm gear and that up there. It's it's not too bad. No. Like when I first came down from like Cairns and Townsville and moved to like Brisbane. Yeah. 
oh, man, I would die in winter because all I had was like, I had owned like one hoodie. Yeah. That was it. No jackets, no nothing. like, no windbreaker type shit, nothing, man. So I was like struggling hard. I think I had like one pair of jeans. Like oh that was God. it. Like didn't have any long other long pants. They were all like Straight. footy shorts and shit, you know, like full full Townsville Bogan life. <laughs> but um yeah yeah it was so when i came down and i was just like man i'm not cut out for this but i think now that you've you know, been here. being here for a while but also just having warm clothes yeah like, it helps it does help yeah you know. so um but yeah that's i love the heat not uh not the biggest cold fan uh, myself i'm pretty much the opposite like, i don't mind the heat but like yeah. i just love being in it does get a bit it does stuff. get a bit hectic the heat sometimes if it gets too yeah. hot yeah but i don't know Sometimes I feel like I prefer to be too hot than too cold, <sighs> and a lot of people don't don't agree with that. Yeah, personally, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, no, yeah. Don't worry, lots of people don't. I always say I prefer to take clothes off to get more comfortable I than guess. I have to put them on. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and plus, it's probably easier to get get colder than like to help yourself to from cool the heat. off. Yeah, yeah, than to warm up. Exactly, it can be hard to warm up sometimes if you're like super cold. You don't have an aircon or yeah. a heater in your house. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So, um. What about like the music stuff then? Like, obviously, you sort of play a lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if, <clears throat> if and when you do start releasing, uh, like maybe some original sort of yeah. music and stuff. You said you sort of want to work on that, yeah, or you I've are been, working I've been on it a bit. To, yeah. yeah. What kind of stuff are you doing there then? Because the the, the edit packs and the mashups yeah. are so diverse, and the genres that you play and stuff. So what? Are you thinking? Oh, it's so hard, and that's why yeah. they're so diverse. Because like I, 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 I can appreciate so many genres. Like I love my tech house. You know all these house genres. I love them. Trap, DMB, mid tempo. I love it all. I go through stages. Like I always love my trap, but at the moment I'm like, at the moment and for the past six months I've just been like real heavy into DMB. Yeah. Like liquid DMB, and it's just that's that's what at the moment I'm set on. Six months from now, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it goes though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting though because, and this is something I've just learnt sort of more recently from, we've been doing these producer meetups mm-hmm. here. Um, and like the way you produce different genres is like so different, like from, you know, how, yeah. how I make like house and stuff. And then I look at how people make like the ghetto funk sort of stuff and it's like a totally different process and then people are doing like it's a real diverse group we have yeah. like some of the prog- like progressive you have hip hop um like one one of the girls does like um like um what's it called healing music or whatever or medicine music. music or whatever it's very like sort spiritual. of hippie spiritual sort yeah, of like okay. I, I'm not quite I have to talk to her a little bit more about it and I've never heard of, of that. figure out what you know yeah, find out more about it, it really um but then you know and it's even like i just started making ben um as in knob twister who was ben saying hope. yeah hope yep. was saying um oh you should make something heavy man you should try and make a heavy tune like this was at the Bowcast yeah thing um <clears throat> on, the, on the the um the final one and i was like oh yeah man like i used to make breakbeat and stuff he's like oh you should make like something like heavy he's like make a drum and bass tune i was like yeah i could do that. Like, go. and so I started like working on it. Yeah. And like, it's interesting working on drum and like, it's just interesting trying to do the different genre. Like mm-hmm. I'm used to doing breaks and stuff cause I used to do breakbeat. Yeah. But it's very different at 170, 165. Like just the way, I don't know, there's some certain things and I've like done it and it's like, 
technically it's what they do in like drum and bass, like the way the 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 drum patterns and stuff work. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound like drum and bass. It right. kind of sounds like a, like almost like a tech house. Like the drums sound like tech housey almost a sped up because house. well because no just because they're <clears> like. I've put like weird intricate bits in places that like drum and bass people don't do. Yeah. It's more of like a tech house sort of like vibe, but it's at 170. So it's like, it's really weird. Like <laughs> it's, it's a strange like sound, but it's not anything good or anything. Yet. Oh, it's like okay. a little, it's like a loop, like a loop, a little build up oh, and a loop. Yeah. It's like not a tune or anything. Gotcha. So I'm still working on it, Ben. I'll give it to you when it's actually a song. Um, so he challenged good. us to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some all right bits, but it's got some really bad bits too. So. But as it always is. But um, so, what what stuff have you? Uh, are you on Ableton? Is that what you Ableton, use? Yeah, because yeah. that's, that's, that's obviously you, that would be so much easier to do the mashup packs on yeah, 100%. with acapellas and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Do you do you try and use acapellas and get them, or do you sort of use more in edits? Yeah, in edits, or do you try just get the originals or what? I like I use it all. Like, I'll both, try yeah. and get like if I'll try and get the acapellas as often as possible. If I'm trying to have have two songs laid over each other. I'll yep. try and get the acapella as often as possible. Yep. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> oh. Sometimes this doesn't work though. Yeah. So you've got to either just not make the edit or try and make do without yep. absolutely fucking speakers and shit. Yeah. yeah. And so how many um, how many edits in the last pack? Because I know like some of the packs that you put <laughs> out were like massive, like, yeah, huge well, numbers of mashups. Well, like I didn't, I didn't work. Like I only worked like three days a week, so I would only... I'd have heaps of spare time. Yeah. But like, well, in saying that, the last pack also did have like 50-something edits in it. Yeah. Yeah, I just just like making them. Yeah. Had a lot of spare time when I was making them. Still making some, but don't have as much time, so. Yeah, and how many, like, how many does generally the the people who jump on the packs, how many do they sort of I'll ask them put in? to put in three to five most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, most, yeah, it'll be three to five, really. Yeah. And, and then, so then I suppose almost like half of the mashups are your own ones then. Yeah, well, um, because you said what is we had four, four people. Yeah, yeah so, so they had over about twenty. Yeah, so over half of them are, I, are ones yeah. you made. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, cool. No, I probably, I've honestly probably made. I had a look like a couple months ago. I had, I had around four hundred edits that I just made. Haven't That's crazy put man. all of them out, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's hectic, man. Like I always, <clears throat> I and actually mean have been mean to do this because. Like back when I used to, I started up in Townsville. It's sort of a similar vibe. Yeah. Um, mashups are huge, so I used to do and practice these like sort of live mashups, or just doubles basically, yeah. but like ones that worked really well with vocals and stuff in them. Mm-hmm. And so I've got all these ones that I used to do live, and I'd recorded some live, so I've got like got rough versions of them, but like they're. Because I was like, you know, still pretty new. Mm. The EQing and everything's all pretty like rough because it's yeah. all just on, you know, on, on, the decks. on the decks. And so I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should like, you know, redo the mat, you know, yeah. these old mashups. But it's like they're all old, old, like, you know, shit from like 10 years ago and stuff. So, um, but it'd be interesting to, I think some of like, I had some really cool ones. So I think I might yeah, have to do that. Yeah, it'd be a good place to start. Sort them out. Yeah. Edits you're familiar with. Yeah. I just don't get around them much, man. Like, really? I, I, well, I never I never really play them in any <clears throat> venues or, or, or places fair. I play. Um, and it's, I don't know, I just work on, you know, it's different because I'm you, working on original yeah, stuff as fair. well. Very like, um, Like, I think working on edits seems like a bit of a fun thing. Like, it'd be, it's fun because it's like almost not instant gratification, but it's like it's 
quick and easier to make it sound good as yeah. opposed to like, you know, when you're Something working on a kick. Ages. When, yeah, yeah, when you're working on a kick for an hour and it still sounds shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, like no, you can sort of get, get the mashup stuff together. So like how long does a mashup take you to to do? Uh, uh, it probably varies, doesn't it? Yeah, depending yeah. On the track. It's like most of the time, like a, like a very simple one, I could I could knock it out in like 10 minutes maybe. Yeah. But then there's been times where like, I've like spent like hours on take on doing some, yeah. and then some of them just don't work. But yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I've spent hours doing it. Whether that's too much time or not, I don't know. But I enjoy doing it. So yeah, that's all that really matters in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, what's what's your? Do you have any like rituals around production or or doing your mashups that you do to get yourself in a good headspace, or do you just sort of do mm. it whenever you come up with an idea? And yeah, you get those tunes, and then you go and do it straight away. Exactly. Like I'll be in the car. Yeah, and I'll um. I'll hear a song that I either haven't heard before or that is really old or forgotten about and I'll sometimes just think straight away that would go really well with this other song. Yeah. I'll write it down my notes. I've got like a whole thing of notes yeah, full yeah, of songs. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'll just do that. Other times when I've got literally nothing to do in the house, not so much anymore, but like I'll, I'll just go through my songs and try and put some together. Yeah. Check the keys and everything do it. But most yeah. of the time it's like yeah, hearing a song and be like, That'd go really well with something else. Yeah, yeah. And so then with like the key structures and stuff like that, do you use mixing do you use key? A mixing key? Yeah. yeah, for that. And so then, do you also do you ever transpose anything for it? Like, do you transpose up or down like keys or no, ones, or you I, just I find ones to. that work? Yeah, I try not to. Yeah, because like it does it doesn't sound right most of the time. Yeah. So I'll just usually keep it to the original. If so it doesn't work, gotta, I'll find just, some other song. Yeah. So it's just got to be they've got to work together. Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. I've got a pretty big library, so um, I, it, I always find something to put with it. Yeah, whether it sounds similar or not. Yeah, yeah. And is is like, do you want to with your like you know original production stuff that you you know might do originals and stuff? Do you think you want to because of that influence? You could probably want to <laughs> work with vocalists and have vocals in stuff that you you know write. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Like I suppose maybe, it's hard because you don't yeah, know what genre you're I, don't, even, I really you know? don't know what I'm doing, yeah. yeah. Maybe down the line, but, like, I'm not just edits. Like, I'm not just into edits anymore. Like, yeah. I've, I guess, matured Yeah. when it comes to being a DJ. Yeah. So, like, I do enjoy my music that doesn't have vocals and everything. Yeah. A lot, especially when it comes to D&B. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe down the line I will. Yeah. Probably got to start just getting a grasp of the production first. Yeah. Yeah. How much, how Worry often, like, because I know doing the edit stuff is like, it is good because it, and it's a good way a lot of people start mm -hmm. because it gets your head around the interface. The minimal. Yeah. You get, you learn some of the base, you know, some of the basic plugins and things and, you know, EQing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I think that's really good and so many people do that. And then I think what a lot of people do is then do like remixes then where they'll like have like the build up of one tune yeah. and then your own drop. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and then, you know, people then sort of branch out from there. So have you done any, have you worked on any stuff oh, like that? I've had a go. I've yeah. had a go at like doing a couple of, re I've got to stop playing with this. <laughs> I've had a couple of goes at, um, of like remixing. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know. Cause I'm not, I'm not experienced in my opinion. Yeah. It sounds all right. Then I'll send it off to my mates. They're like, "Ooh, yeah, this ain't it. Yeah, this ain't it. Yeah." Do they? time. Do they? Are these people who can like give you feedback and advice? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're people that know what they're talking about. They'll give me advice. Oh, you should do this, and yeah, and so you can learn from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is a real big help. But like, yeah, in my head, it sounds like really good. 
until they'll point it out and say, oh, do this, fix this. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, you're like, oh, I didn't even – Yeah. Now I can hear that. Yeah, that's I've never crazy. heard that before, yeah. No, I've had a go, but, um, yeah, still very in the very, like, early stages of it. Yeah, I think that's a still big thing very... too with production that people don't, like, realise is that, like, you actually your ears get trained a lot. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of ear training involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it is good to have a good setup or a good – monitors or good headphones or whatever it is because you can actually learn way quicker because yep. you actually know what you're listening to is like accurate decent yeah yeah whereas if you're like in my room at home like i know that just like, through your below, speakers well no even when i had like um <clears throat> you know when i had speakers set up and that yeah. and some of our my treatment was at <laughs> my house it um anything below 100 would it was like you couldn't really Nothing. know what couldn't you were doing it, probably yeah well you don't really know what you're doing so you know sometimes I would ha- I would write a tune at home and bring it here, and then the low end would be either super way like way too loud, mm-hmm. or it'd be way too soft, like one or the other. And I there's no way I could tell when I was actually yeah. in my house. So it's like if you're practicing on like learning new techniques and things, if you can't actually hear what you're doing, you're not it, gonna learn. You're not gonna learn. Yeah. So it, it I think people overlook a lot of that and don't. That's something that comes later on a little bit mm-hmm. for a lot of people because if you don't have a good uh, environment to listen on or you don't have good headphones or whatever it can be tricky you know yeah because you're yeah. not actually learning the ear part of it you mm-hmm. can learn like the you know the how te- you actually do it basics, and the daw yeah. and all that kind of stuff but um it's a little bit different i think it's it's more for eqing i think yeah than anything um but you know is that something like do you got your head around eq and stuff like that much oh not really not really no no not really no even for the, so with the edit packs and stuff, do you just use like a three band or something and sort of EQ that way? Like if you've got to put well, something on? Well, most of the time I don't, I don't really have to like – unless it's like pretty choppy, I won't really have to use many effects on it. Yeah. You know, like – Just line it up properly and, yeah. and get all the bits. Yeah. Like I have – Arrange not, it. Not very properly. often, yeah. yeah. Not very often have I had to. Yeah. Like I didn't – I didn't even know what compressor did till like two months ago. Yeah. That's how like low on the spectrum I am for this. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. But you've got the arrangement. I think the arrangement and phrasing is part of it. So when you actually yeah. do get those technical skills of using the technical stuff, which mm-hmm. you, anyone can learn, I mean, really, you just got to watch enough YouTube tutorials and yeah. YouTube and stuff. Um, you'll probably have, I think what you'll find is that you'll have a better grasp of arrangement, mm-hmm. phrasing, like how to write things just because you've, had to line up so many songs and actually make arrangements that work. So I think like, I think that's one really big benefit from, from that is you sort of understand a bit more of that stuff. Well, I definitely know more than when I started. Yeah. But yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That has helped a lot, but yeah. We'll get there. How often do you work on like, you know, original production stuff then? Lately. Learning. Lately, not that often. Like there was, when, when Corona first started, I really got into it. Yeah. Like, um, cause I was only working three days. I was work working on it nonstop and then went full time. And it's just such a shock to like, it was not a shock, but just such a change Yeah, where I'd be, I'd probably get like an hour in and then I slowly just started dying down. Last time I probably did, it was like a week ago now. Yeah. I've just got to find the motivation to get back into yeah, it. I really it. do. And that's the thing. Once you, I think once you get a roll on and you keep yeah. doing it for a bit, you do. You got but something it's to like, work on. It's obviously it's different. You know, you probably have to adjust to having the full-time job now plus COVID like everything's a bit odd yeah a bit (laughs) strange and there's so much change it can be hard to to sort of commit and like get that motivation for stuff yeah have you found anything like that um with COVID like 
you know, has it been tough to, a lot of people are like, oh man, I don't even like, not that they don't like listening to music, but they're like, I don't even feel like listening to music because like I'm not hunting for tunes for gigs. It sort of oh. feels a bit, a bit like why would I even bother? You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to go hunting for yeah, tunes. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, yeah, Spotify I don't, I don't really look for music at the moment. Like, yeah. I mean, if I come across something on Spotify or SoundCloud, I'll save it and like yeah. have it ready to download. But no, I haven't looked for tunes or anything. But no, if I'm if I'm not like sleeping, or if I'm doing if I'm yeah, I'm basically listening to music twenty four seven. Like yeah, yeah. at work, I've got my AirPods in. I'm like constantly yeah. on that. Um, oh, get that away. And then um, <laughs> don't worry. It's where sometimes people like pick this up and they'll just be like, just start swinging, swinging, yeah. like twirling this and like playing with it and oh, like doing all stuff. Me. It's funny. I need. I should just get like fidget spinners and yeah. sit them on the table and just be like, go nuts, go like, nuts you know, man. like yeah. go for it. But no, um, yeah, I'm listening to music all the time. Yeah. But I don't listen. I don't really listen to like EDM music. I just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll listen to classic House, Aussie rock. Maybe oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I'll probably just like listen to rap, like hip hop, like yeah, like uh, ski, um, ski mask, um, you know, ASAP and stuff like that. Mm. That's what I like to listen to in my free time. Yeah. Yeah. What did you like? Like, what kind of music did you like when you were younger? Before you. Like you know, before you well, got into top music, top just top 20. forty, whatever. Yeah. And then when I first started DJing, I just I, I played like I loved Bounce. That was that time. Oh, well, I mean, Bounce was sort of a bit before twenty sixteen mm-hmm. time, but that I could see how that could be a big influence. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's because what I it, like. it had had that huge. Um, you know, popularity for those few years, sort of just before 2016. Yeah. Sort of, it was sort of like that early 2010s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, yeah, sort of, you sort of probably got all the, the tail end of it yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So you were right into that. Yeah. As I was well. pretty into it. I was like into the, um, the, the top 20 bounce remixes because I, yeah. I always still like having to know yeah. the lyrics and, st- and s- lyrics to things. Yeah. Oh. But no, yeah. As, as I, um, Got more experience. Like my taste went sideways. Yeah. Like always been into trap after that, after like, my first year, and then just slowly just like picking at other things. Like I've only really started like enjoying DMB properly like this year. Yeah. And you know I've always had an interest for house, but like tech house has been really big for me this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Just, like drum and bass has had a bit of a resurgence in the last. Yeah. Well, in Brisbane anyway, the mm. last year. Two years, like it always has been here, and there's, it and there's been crews that have been doing it all around the place. But you just see it popping up a bit more in like more commercial, not commercial, but like bigger. Yeah, you well, know, the Met venues. was you might like go to DMB the Met. Nights. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. go to the Met and see D and B, or you, you know, you'll hear it all over the place. Whereas before, it was like you had to go to a D and B night specific, yeah, ran, run by an external. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like promotions team or whatever. Exactly. Um, like Rum Jungle or any of the the ones that. Um, mix Mike Max and all them do mix Max. I can't remember everyone's yeah, name. No there's, there's too many people to remember. Um, but but, that has popped up a lot this year. Yeah, oh, like in the past year. Yeah, yeah, and seeing people like drop it into like sets and stuff too. It seems to be something that is now being dropped into a lot of like bass sets and stuff yeah, as well. Like catch them off guard. Yeah, yeah, break yeah. it up. A bit more energy for exactly. some hype moments. I kind of, I suppose it's kind of a bit like how people have. Um, Put like sigh or prog sort of stuff into um, yeah. sets, you know, like um, real like um, side trance sort of like Oof. chuggy 
you know, yeah. like shit into like, you know, you see like Mashed and Kutcher do like a big you just know, drop, funny like, edit with some or big. Or like a hard style song. Yeah, yeah. like hard style. Like, you know, like people people have started to do that over the last few years. years yeah. And I think drum and bass is that same kind of a high energy, got, big yeah, peak moment that people can do with bass music as yeah. well. So it's been interesting watching like drum and bass sort of, you know, have a bit of a resurgence. It has in the yeah. past year, yeah. Because um, breakbeat and stuff used to be so big in Brisbane, like in the 2000s to 2010 period. Yeah. Breakbeat was huge, like massive. Like it was the thing. Really? Yeah, man. It was massive. Damn. Um, and we and part of breaks was also drum and bass. Like that was part of the, the mm-hmm. whole, you know, spectrum of it because it was just sped up. Yeah. Breakbeat, you know, basically. Gotcha. Um, so like it used to be like everywhere. They used, you know, and sort of like it died off for a bit there where – I think when the EDM stuff came through, like that early, yeah, yeah, and the yeah. trap and stuff, that sort of took away <clears> a lot of people who were into it. And then I think now it's sort of making that that comeback, yeah, which is, yeah. The DMB. Yeah, which is really cool. And then, like, obviously, like the tech house stuff has sort of come back in the last couple too, of years yeah. as well. Um, and, like, that's, I think tech house is almost like a, I mean, it's always been around, like that techie sort of vibe. But I think it's almost a reimagination of what Fidget House was, like, 10 years ago um, or 10, 15, yeah. 12 years ago. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know, that might be blasphemy saying that it's like Fidget House. People are probably going to hate no me. I have no idea what that is. I'll honestly. show you some Fidget House after this. Yeah, cool. Um, it's, like a, it's kind of like electro-y, but it's like very, yeah, I don't know how to describe we'll it. We'll have a look. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool though. It's yeah. cool. Uh, it's pretty intricate, <clears throat> but um, yeah. Is it's probably not. What's that, sorry? Is anywhere quiet? I don't know that there's really many people or just like a do it anymore it's thing. very electro sort of vibes yeah um but yeah it's i don't know i'll show you we'll some have a look. yeah it's hard to describe like but when someone plays a fidget house i'm like tune no. i'm like that's fidget house oh, okay like, yeah it's like very but distinctive. it's hard to describe it um i'll show you after we'll this have a yeah look. we'll have a listen Easy. to some some, uh, some fidget house we'll, we'll go looking for some tunes um yeah it's interesting because I think things, you know, go in cycles. Yeah. Like, and so it's like the drum and bass has sort of made a bit of resurgence uh, in the last sort of, you know, year or so. And then same, like I was saying, you know, with the sort of tech house and that it's like we almost went away from a lot of the, you know, you had the EDM sort of boom like 10 years ago. Yeah. So it sort of drifted away and went more towards the, what I like to call electronic hip hop, which is your trap, your dubstep. It's like an electronic version of hip hop. It's like EDM took hip hip hop and was like, had a baby. Here's trap. (laughs) And so we've been doing that for a bit. Now I think it's interesting that, you know, the drum and bass has come back and then also some of the more sort of housey genres in the EDM world, I've have sort of come back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting to see, um, you know, happening. What's next? <sighs> well, I mean, you know, Nat, little Nassau or whatever made country and trap. So yeah, I think I, guess so. I think what's going to happen is you're going to get two genres that'll merge similar to that. Yep. Or like I said, EDM and hip hop merge. Yeah. What's the next one? You know, I think it's going to be, yeah, and yeah. that's what you see now. It's like when you ask people, what's that song? What, what genre is it? And you're like, I don't even know. It's got like a bit of, bit of, bit bit of, of this country, in it. It's got a bit of this. House. It's got a bit of this, like, you know, elements. So yeah. I think, I think that's what's happening is things are blending now <laughs> over the years. Like now it's, I don't know that necessarily there's going to be too many 
new genres that are totally different to anything else. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be like blending of genres. And it's like, you know, it's, that's like, um, have you heard, what's it called? It's called trap hop. So it's, you're it's not talking like, about glitch hop, are you? No, no, no. You're no. talking trap hop. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. no, so it's like it. um, it's like trap, but mm -hmm. instead of a big 808 um, kick and sub, mm -hmm. it's got a normal kick and a bass, like bass oh, okay. line. So, but it's oh, at trap tempo with trap drums, like the, you know, like the 808, yeah. like sort of drums and stuff and the same sort of leads and that, but it's got a normal kick and a bass line. Yeah, no, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, it's really, it's like, it's really cool, actually. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. There's, you know, there's all these different genres that are like, it's kind of like these two genres mixed. Yeah, and I think that's the next next thing. What's just going to keep happening? You know, I. But you never know. Like, if I could tell you, you what the next genre it. was going to be, I would probably it. just make it. Yeah. Like, if nah. I could do that, yeah. I would make it, and then go huge. Oh yeah, I would be the one doing it. So I mean, you know, <clears throat> it could something could come up that yeah, no one's thought of yet. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, something that something that like country two hundred and fifty BPM, that already exists. Two. I know there's there's like, I can't remember the name of the genre, but there's genres that are I like ridiculous, like just a yeah. stuff, and it just sounds like machines, like machine guns going off. Oh, uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so what else do you get up to uh, in your in your time, man? What uh, apart from the edit, like the edit packs, mashups, and Searching for music. Honestly, you got anything else really. you do, or that's it's just I, life. I basically just work. Yeah, music. Um, if anything, it's just play, play PlayStation. Bit of P bit of PS. Bit of PS. What kind of gamer are you? What kind of games? I'm do you the like? basic bitch gamer. I just so, play COD. Call COD. Of Duty. That's yeah. All. Yeah. Are you any good at it though? Oh look, look, I'm pretty decent. Yeah. I don't play Wars. I just play multiplayer. Yeah. I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. I hope I am. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, it was always weird for me because like all the gaming stuff sort of when I sort of stopped playing gaming stuff, I didn't, so I didn't have a console for ages, Yeah, but I would play like <clears throat> some of the games on computer and stuff because I had a computer yeah. like at uni and stuff. And so it's like, I got real good at playing on a computer, but it's like anytime I go to play first person shooters on like consoles oh i'm trash really? eh? just because i'm not used to joysticks yeah. and stuff anymore like playing with them especially because back when i was playing like first person shooters it was like 64 so it was like yeah. you didn't have two um joystick yeah. like you weren't trying to move two Your things at once, once yeah. yeah you're only using like one so i don't have that long knowledge you know that long um you know like hand-eye coordination yeah. knowledge of from playing it from you know ages ago so yeah. it's like for me it's like all right get this i remember when i was i don't know how old i was but i got my nintendo 64 yeah the first time i got it and i played goldeneye for five minutes and the the 3d and the graphics and the way it was moving around in a 3d world fucked with my head so much i got motion sickness Seriously? after five minutes of playing it Jesus. Yeah, because there there really hadn't been yeah, games like that before, like where you were moving around in a three D environment. It was all like Mario, where it's like two, you jump, know, two D yeah. and stuff like that. Very and basic. So like, I remember like that was crazy, man. Like, I remember I didn't know what it was. Imagine I was, going to something like that we've got now, though. Oh, like, like starting on something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, going VR. Yeah. Because like I was, but it was strange because I was like <clears> playing. And I didn't know that that's what was happening. All of a sudden, I just started feeling sick. <laughs> and I'm playing yeah. this game. I'm like, 
I really want to play this, but I'm feeling sick. And then, like, when I didn't stop playing, I'd start to feel better. I'd be like, oh, so you to go back and play. And then I realised that it's it was the game. the game. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, the game is making me sick, but it's so fun. Like, I just wanted to keep playing it. But then, yeah, got used to it eventually. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's, I see it like a bad habit, like, because I could be using that time for, like, such better things and really you're not getting anything This is anything why I don't it. play games anymore. I know, because I, I haven't had, like, a console for, like, probably five years. And like when I started working, I was like, oh, I can buy this now. I got it. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not really bad on it. Like I do yeah. still use my time wisely, but I could use so much more time yeah. on music and stuff. If I didn't have that. Yeah. But also I feel like you need to have that time where you can wind down, have your free time. Yeah. See, I'm like, it's the, a balance. I reckon. I'm like the opposite <clears throat> with games like that because it's like, I, I know that I love games. Like yeah. RPG games too, where you're like, sort of progress and you can make your character better mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I like I've Frothet. to a to a a bad place level. Like addiction. Like I think when I got like Fallout 2 or whatever. Yeah. I played it for like a week for like 16 hours a day, 70. What? Like, you know what I mean? Like to that point where yeah, it's like bad. Yeah. To the point where it's like all the main missions that you go and do are super easy because you've literally done every side mission to upgrade your dude. Yeah. So he's just like a boss. So you just like walk oh, through yeah, just destroying man. people. Like, yeah, yeah. To that point. That's why. I, yeah. Well, that's why I know that though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And everyone's like, oh, you should play this game. I'm like, no, nah, I, like, I can't do it. I can't do it. it. I can't do Not it. My future. I'll get, a, I'll get too addicted yeah. and I won't do anything else. Like, that's very fair. Yeah. So that's, that's why I don't do games anymore because I know that I would do like, and don't get me wrong. I fucking love them, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that, but that's why, that's why I can't do them. Um, but it's good. I think it's good to like know that and figure that out. Yeah. Like rather than go into it and yeah, ruin everything. Go full yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, so growing up, what did you want to like, what did you want to do with yourself? Did you know? I think you said at the start, <laughs> you didn't really know what you wanted to do. No, I thought, I thought, Oh, I went through phases. Like, I wanted to be a footy player. Yeah. You know, growing up Which in a rural footy? town. Because I'm not actually NRL from Toowoomba. Or? Yeah, NRL. Yeah. 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 I'm, like, from, like, a town that's, like, half an hour out of Toowoomba, so even smaller. What's that? Pittsworth? No, you wouldn't have heard of it. Nah. No, <laughs> Is it which which direction <clears throat> from Toowoomba? Oh, shit. Is it, like, more inland? It's, like, it's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. It, doesn't, it, it is doesn't more matter. inland, but, yeah, it, it's, it's nothing. It's, like... We've got a Woolies and an IGA. Oh, We're good. Hey mate, you got one. You got more than one <laughs> place to get groceries. Going That's good, good, eh? Yeah. Um. No. So I wanted to play footy, but I was extremely bad. Yeah. And then you know got over it by like thirteen years old, but I was kind of like made to play it. Yeah. Because I was a fat kid, so mum was like, "You've got to play. You've, you've got, got to do play sport. It. And you've got yeah, to have it. You got to do it." And yeah. then like um under sixteen's grand final, I um I. Didn't play at all. I sat on the bench the whole game. So I was a really bad player. Yeah. Yeah, did that. Um, don't know why I actually told that story. Nope. Do you want to anyway. get into footy? You were saying you wanted to play oh, footy. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then no, after that, I wanted to get into radio. Yeah. Something along those lines. I've always wanted to like be on radio. And then um, I got an OP and that's like, yeah, grade 12 scores, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it goes from like 1 to 25. One's like, you're smart. You're really yeah, good. Yeah. You're going to be a doctor. Yeah. And um, I got uh, OP21. Yeah. So that's it's really bad, mm. in my opinion. And um, yeah, so I want to, I think what I needed was an OP13. Yeah. 
I mean, nowadays, OPs don't for? really work. What, what, um, what, what did you want to do with it if you got that 13? Oh, I don't remember what the course was. It was it was like, it was media. It had something to do with media. I don't remember yeah. anymore because I don't want to do it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I just gave up on that and had no idea what I wanted to do until started going to clubs. Is that still something that you, you would be interested in, uh, like radio and that? Maybe down the line. Yeah. Like, at the moment, I'm just, like, focusing on – because I love DJing so much. Yeah. I'm it's just focusing funny. on that. I'll just kick that. I'm pretty just, funny. Oh, so yeah, good. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, you know, it's it's so fun and so addictive. That, <laughs> yeah. That, you know, that energy of it and the fun and the music and everything. Um, I think it's – I think for me it was something similar to games. It was that addictive thing yeah. where I was, like, full so into it when I yeah. first started. Like, I used to do, like, two, three hours practice a day kind of thing, like, every yeah. day for, like, two years kind of thing. You know what Got I mean? Really like, just, it, like, yeah. real full into it. Um, which was great, but um, yeah, it's like just got right into it because yeah. yeah, it's so fun to do and and you know it so is. enjoyable and stuff. Um, but um, so yeah, the um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm very happy. Like, I'm really, I'm actually appreciative of like it's bad circumstances, but I'm appreciative of the break we've had. Yeah, because like I think you, it's sort I, of, you need your weekends sometimes, yeah. like have a break, which is really good. But yeah, I'm keen to get back into it. I think people have um. Like I've spoken to so many people and they're like, I didn't actually realize how much I like Sunday, uh, Saturday mornings. Yeah. Like, you know, cause they're always like out working on Friday night or whatever. Like you always sleep in Saturday. They're yeah, like, exactly. Saturday mornings are awesome. You've got the whole weekend ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, I, I reckon about five o'clock this morning. It's yeah. crazy. I've got a whole day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You've, got the whole, you've got the whole like weekend ahead. Yeah. You're like, you feel good. You can go and do something and you've still got, it's, yeah. It's like what, um. Like yeah, when when you DJ and like I'd I'd wake up at two p.m. most yeah. of the time like yeah get ready for the next night yeah because you're out so late and exactly. stuff like that. That's like I remember I because I was at uni and I was like DJing yeah and so I would like <clears throat> I would do like usually I would get like the graveyard shift on a Saturday like close mm-hmm. so it was like two to five this is you know like when all clubs open till yeah. five and stuff so two to five Saturday so Sunday morning get home. At like six in the morning or something. Yeah. And then have to sleep till like ten and then get up to like reset my body clock. And have to be tired oh, on a right. Sunday yeah. so that I could get up on Monday morning to go to lectures at eight o'clock. Yeah, okay. Because otherwise if I sleep in all day, then I'll stay That's up right. late and then I'll sleep, you know, like yeah. so I literally have to like my Sundays were just like the biggest write off. But like not because I would sleep through it. Because I'd like have a sleep, get up at at a decent time, and just be tired the whole day, but be like, I can't go to sleep (laughs) because if I go to sleep, I won't be able to sleep tonight, and then I'll be my whole week would be stuck. Yeah, you just have to like get up and do like drink coffee. Like it was like a mission. Like yeah, drink like have coffee and stuff. Like just be like stay awake and just try and keep busy and do stuff. But you can't really do much either because. You're tired. Yeah. It's not like you could like do uni study or something. Yeah. Like you, your brain's not operational. No, you're just like, oh, like the coffee's keeping you awake, but you can, you're not actually like. You're just there. Awake. Autopilot. You're just, yeah, Autopilot. yeah, yeah. So that was always interesting. Um, trying to like, you know, re- reset the body yeah. clock every week. Um, because I'd pretty much always have that shift. Yeah. Which is, I should have asked him for it. a better shift. <laughs> I should have asked him for better I guess sets. So, yeah. But you know, like. It's whatever it is. So because um, I, I didn't go out, like because I'm only 22, I don't know how. Yeah, it really was doing the 5 a.m. Yeah, I never had to do that. So like, was it was it still packed? Was it 
like yeah, because it, it might uh, society, totally depends, man. Yeah, but yeah, because at society we're like. We're packed till um, three when we close. So yeah. was it the same as that? Yeah, because what you, it, it would totally depend because a lot of places where you couldn't like get in after three, yeah, but it would be open till five and you could drink and all that kind of stuff. So it, it would depend where you were yeah. at three, and so but it used to make people try and get to places earlier, like well, not earlier, but before three, yeah. So it's like people might go to other places, but then it's like, well, everyone wanted to go to family by three because family is open till five yeah. and it's packed and it's like the, you know, the was the best big club or whatever yeah. with the you know, best music and sound system and lights. So people would, you know, drink till one o'clock, two o'clock at other places yeah. and then try and get there. But then it'd, there'd be like massive line to get in and stuff. So Same, some yeah. people would miss out on that. But um, yeah, it was... Like, it would just depend, man. It would fluctuate and vary. But, yeah. like, some of the best memories I have of, like, the 5 a.m. sort of things is, like, at Cap- like Sub Rosa now, which yeah. is Capulet. In summer, the sun starts coming up just after 4. Yeah. So <laughs> you're there. Literally, your literally eyes. at the club and it's, like, daylight, like, morning, but such a different feeling because it's not, like, afternoon daylight where everyone's just been drink, like, just started drinking. Yeah. It's, like, morning where everyone's been drinking – like for like 12 hours almost. Yeah. And it's like, so everyone's loose as it's packed. Everyone's like smashed. All the regulars pull sunnies out of their pockets because <laughs> they know. Prepare. Yeah. Cause they know. And it's like, it was just like mental because it was just, just loose, man. Yeah. And there's, uh, there's some footage on like on Facebook and stuff. Like I've, I've got some footage I've shared and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you've never seen like, a looseness like that, like I'm sure it's like at Subrosa. Like imagine people like standing all on the like the booths, like actually standing on the chairs, like dancing and stuff, and everyone's just dancing everywhere. <laughs> Sun is on. There's like f- there's like five DJs in the booth, all like trying, you know, like <laughs> yeah. checking, like getting so all just going back to back to back to back to back, and everyone's like got sunnies. Everyone's on. fucked. It's like the front row is just like. You know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. just loose as because you've been drinking for so long. And then it's like, it's almost when you put the sunnies on, you feel like you're like, it's like a, not a shield. disguise, but like a shield. Yeah. You're like, you feel like I'm in here. They're out there. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm safe. No one can see me. No, no one can see <laughs> me. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, it was interesting. Um, it's an interesting dynamic that daylight, but the morning daylight when everyone's like full, like super smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to, you know, you, you have day parties and stuff like yeah. at Capulet Subrosa and that. Where and you start in the day. Yeah, you start it's in the day. So it's, different. yeah, you sort of like, you know, it's casual and sort of that. Yeah. It's not like a packed club with people just like, you know, smashed yeah. or or doing whatever they've been doing all night. Um, so, yeah, it was interesting dynamics, like, you know, the 5 a.m. thing. And then you'd have like some clubs like Family where like you'd be in there like, you know, and it it slowly die down till you know till five. Yeah, you still have a big like number of people, and then you go outside and you're like, oh fuck, like it's <laughs> literally daytime. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was such a like trip because it's like so dark in there, like you, you know, no in the club, idea. no idea. And then you go and you as soon as you walk out that door, you're just like, holy shit. Nah. Yeah, yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, we might have a break in a minute and we can grab some more. Yeah, so. cool, man. Um. But yeah, it was just such a trip, man. Like, yeah, you, it's totally dark, and you've just been the whole night like dark and that, and then you like walk outside and it's daylight, and you're like, 
oh, that's right, the world exists. Yeah, I never really got to experience that. And you're like, oh, man, life. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to work in 24 hours. Yeah, like, oh, man, whose house are we going to? (laughs) Like, we've got to sort this out. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's, it, it was interesting, like, that experience. And, I mean, like, you you still do get a little bit of that with, like, you know, when the Met was doing some of their 5 a.m. and you still can do those yeah. those however many ones you get to do, the 5 a.m. ones. Um, yeah. It's just different when it was every week. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, And then people, like, aren't, a, like, it's not a usual thing anymore, so people aren't adjusted to it. You know, so people don't know how to do it. And, see, that's why, that's the interesting thing, I think, that, um when all these like licensing things changed, it's like the reason people used to like go like go out by like eleven or eleven thirty was because it was open till five. I had so much time. There's heaps of time. Yeah. Like so whereas now it's like, you know, if a place closes at three or a lot of places do, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you go out at eleven thirty, it's not much time not really. anymore. Whereas like you would it's almost like you need people to come in earlier now, but it's People just haven't. They don't. No, they no. don't. Um, so it's it's interesting there, and I think it's really sort of shown with a lot of clubs that have closed. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then also the drink restrictions. You know that yeah. it was like no shots no and shots no like twelve. Yeah, none after this. So it was like you know so many places um, you know shut because of that. I think just can't afford it. Well, it's just tough, man. When there's all these regulations, mm. just keep coming in. Like if you can't make the money you used to make, like. Literally, like you think about, it might only sound like two hours that they're losing. But that's when you're like, that's when you're spending the money you probably yeah. shouldn't be spending. Yeah, you're exactly. Drunk. But those two hours, so that's like Friday, and so just say it's Friday, Saturday. That's four hours. Yeah. But a club's only open like two, three oh, nights a week. Yeah. You know, like a lot of the big clubs. So it's like, it sounds like not much four hours, that but could be a quarter of their actual. That's, yeah, hours. that's yeah. heaps, man. Like people, and I think um, it's that's a huge like amount of time for them to like lose, yeah, lose definitely. money. And if you're going to stay open after that time, essentially you're just losing money the whole time 100%. because you're paying all your staff and everything, but you're not selling you're not anything. Sell anything. So I think it's yeah, it's interesting um, to see how people have tried to combat it, but it's. What do you do, man? Why? Like, why did the why did they change the laws to that? I'm I'm. It was all to do with like violence, like drunk violence in. Um, oh yeah. In, like people getting king hit and and stuff like that, which you know is definitely like not good. But it was it's like it's not as prevalent as it was made out to be. Yeah. I I would go out, not every weekend, but so many weekends, I never saw anyone get king hit ever. When I was yeah, there. I don't now, think I've now, ever seen anyone. you know, that's just my experience. And maybe I've just, and I'm sure it does happen. But yeah, it's oh like, God, yeah. I've never seen it happen. And you've been going out for how and long? And I've been going out for like 10 years, exactly. you know. So it's like, well, more than 10 years. But yeah. <laughs> let's just say 10 years. But, um, but you know, so it was, it was interesting when that all came in. It was, I think that's why the clubs and a lot of people had such a backlash for it. It's because it was the people who were imposing it weren't the people going out. And seeing that and it no doesn't idea. happen, and then they just see the media that goes, "Oh, this happened," you know, yeah. this happened, and then it's like they're the ones imposing the rules. But everyone who's going out, it's like, well, it doesn't actually happen that often, like you know. So, I think it was interesting to um, when that all came in. But um, New South Wales <clears> has <throat> just rolled back all their restriction laws, like their um, the liquor licensing laws What's with closing, so, like in so New South Wales. So they're back to five a.m. 
Uh, I can't remember what it is exactly, but um, they've. I'd have to check, but they've changed because wasn't theirs? Theirs was real early, like one o'clock for some yeah. places. They've they've re they've relaxed some of. It. I can't remember what it is, but oh, okay. they did it, and then COVID hit, so it closed. So they haven't actually had any oh, okay. weekends of it. So they're sort of like when COVID's over. It's going to be the biggest party yeah. down there. Like, was was Sydney not not like one of the worst spots for it though as well? For what though? For the the violence. Yeah, Kings Cross like Kings, and that. Yeah. So see, and that's why it's different. It's like, well, New South Wales is different to Queensland. Exactly. You know? Like so, um, you know, I never went down out in Kings Cross down there in that time period. Yeah. So maybe it is bad down there, but why? You know, it's why everywhere's different. Change, yeah. So country, I mean, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You know, so. All right, I need to go take a quick piss. Cool, man. So let's do that, and then um, we'll come back. Easy. Easy. Bang, and we're back. We are back. So uh, tell us, mate, what's uh, what's the goals? Like, what do you want to what do you want to do with this whole thing? Is production and like being an artist, like, is that what you see yourself wanting to do? Um, for you know, in the future. Well, like, hopefully for the future, yeah, it does become something yeah. where I can. Like, it's a big dream, but realistically. Not realistically, it's a big dream, but yeah. hoping that one day you could, I can, not have to work a, a job. Yeah, and I can and just, just do, do that. music and stuff. Yeah, it is do a very wanna, big dream, but yeah. Hopefully. Do you want to get into other things like events and like running stuff or anything like that? Yeah. Is that something you're interested? Yeah, in? Yeah, I'm very interested in, in um, hopefully one day starting to run my own events. Yeah, and um, I talk to like, um, the guys who own society sometimes, like trying to just like learn a little bit from them. But that's that's down the track. Once I can actually, like, like I've made a bit of a name for myself. Yeah, yeah. Where I can use that to bring my own events to places and stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to get there one day. It is a very big dream. Yeah, but yeah. So anything else like in the industry that you're like keen to do or try um, out? You know, because there's so many people always. <clears throat> you know, people just think of the artist thing, which is obviously the. The, the big the yeah. front man of yeah, the exactly. music industry, you know, but um, but there's all these other like things that are based around that. Do you have like because you said um, you were interested in radio when you know when you were yeah. younger and stuff like that? Any interest in stuff like that or any? I'm not really interested in radio anymore. Yeah, I just you know most radio stations you just don't really it won't appeal to me. Yeah. Is what I mean. Yeah. Um, I do I do want to do um a business management course. Mm -hmm. And um, marketing as well, and you know maybe one day be able to um, manage artists as well. Yeah. Again, this is just another big dream. Yeah. Could happen, could not happen, but um, yeah. Well, hopefully, we'll start putting in work for that. Yeah. After I've kind of got my production down a bit more. Yeah. Man, one thing just at a time. To start volunteering, man. Like people doing events and stuff. Just just start volunteering yeah, at events. That's I could. That's a really good way to learn, man. Like if you start volunteering at stuff and people like trust you. Oh, like you, helping then, set up and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. You just sort of volunteer like <clears throat> to help set up or whatever it is at yeah. the event. And even just people seeing you that you're keen and you wanting to help and being like invested. In yeah. It, eventually then that can lead to having a role within things, that, yeah. you know, promotion company. Like, yeah. I started, I volunteered and I was just, I basically shadowed the, I was assisting the the artist liaison like whatever they needed i was yeah, just helping okay. out volunteering and then the next year they offered me that job on know, the show as to be the artist liaison oh okay yeah, yeah yeah so it was like you know because i started and showed the interest and proved that i was you know like i was switched on i sort of new stuff i could yeah work really well they're like oh well do you want to do it like we'll give you a shot at doing that role and i was i didn't have event management degree i didn't yeah, have okay 
you know, I had run events before myself up in Townsville, but it wasn't like I was not to the scale. Some, you know, yeah, some yeah. rock star. And all of a sudden, I'm the artist liaison for a festival. Yeah, We've okay. got people flying in from, you know, all over the country trying to organize, you know, flights, like, combination, hotels, them. transfers, uh-huh. like riders, like all that kind of stuff. Like making and you just sure look after them like that. Yeah, yeah. And you just basically, it's, you just look after all the artists, make yeah. sure they, they, their flights that you basically as an artist liaison you just basically make sure they get their flight to the city they get to the hotel they get to the gig when they're at the gig they anything they need they Happy. get it and then you get them home that, and then to the then to the to the um to the flight the next yeah, day yeah yeah that's the role of the artist liaison essentially just yeah, to okay. make sure all the look artists after look after them get them in get them out make sure on time make sure their transfers pickups yeah. everything's there okay um, that's what the artist liaison does. Um, literally just look after the, uh, like all the artists, whatever it is. How long did yeah. you do that for? Well, I, I moved around a few spots within, um, within the company Addicts. Yeah. Um, which is like breakbeat and stuff. Uh, so I started, I did, um, I think I did the artist liaison the next year and then I did, uh, logistics one year. Um, and then I was, then I did like festival director for one of our years to um, do like actually running yeah, the festival. Okay. So yeah, um, that was one of our smaller ones we did, but it was like the director, like the actual yeah, head director like was like, int- he, like, he was like, he was like, I'm happy to support and do whatever he's like, but I think it'd be cool if you ran this one just so you, you know, get, a feel get for experience it. and yeah. that. Yeah. Like um, if there's anything I think you're doing, like obviously he's like, if there's anything that you're doing wrong or like that, I think it's not a good idea. Like I'll tell yeah. you, but he's like, basically it's your, like you run it this one. Oh, okay, cool. Um, So that was, yeah, that was really cool to do that. Um, But yeah, like, and that's what I mean. You can bounce around in all different parts of the, uh, you know, a promotion works, company yeah. event, you know, company or whatever. Like, you know, you start volunteering and then, you know, you do artist liaison and then, then you do logistics and then you Another do show. festival. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so it's, yeah, okay. it's a lot of the times if that's <clears throat> something you want to do, you just do it. And the way to do it is to, you know, volunteer, volunteer okay. first and get your, you know, get your foot in the door and just, just show that you're switched on and you're keen and motivated and, you know, you know, yep. a drop kick is going to not rock up and, you know, be able to do the job or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's like, I recommend that to everyone, man, if you want to, Get into something, volunteer and do it. And because you may not even like it in the end. Yeah. Imagine doing a whole degree of event management and then doing your first event and just going, man, I, I hate this. this. Shit. All like, that debt, all that debt. Yeah. So it's, I think it's, yeah, it's important to do, um, you know, for that. And, you know, that's even the same for like a management or a booking um, agency or something. Yeah. Like you could just ring them up and say, hey, I'd like to intern. This is, I'd like to do this in the future. Like, can I come in and help? However, and learn some stuff. Like, yep. and most people are probably going to say yes to that. Like, you're offering to help them free. for free. Yeah. As long as you, you know, you, you're not, like, you actually help. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's not like, yeah, you're not a burden. Yeah. You actually can help and do some <clears throat> stuff and, and you're sort of switched on. I think people uh, don't ask enough. Yep. Um, you know, or they don't ask in the right way. Um, yeah. Because people don't realize that. Just asking can be so like so powerful, especially when you're offering to do it for free. Yeah, yeah. But even just asking is like, what's the harm? What's in the worst that could happen? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. So, um, and that's like to be honest, that's how most of the opportunities that I've ever come across have been. Just asking, oh, okay. and then it's like, 
they might say no or they might be like, actually, you know what? Yeah, sure. And yeah. it's like whatever it is, like could be you know, a gig, could be a um, oh, anything. Like yeah. it, it literally it could be a um, great example. I got the acapella to uh, I Like That by Richard Vision uh, and – Luciani from like it's like ten years you know that I like yeah I literally <clears throat> just emailed Richard Vision yeah the dude whose track it is this was like ten years ago and said hey I want to do a remix of this can I have the acapella and then like a day later I had like an email like replied to me that I was just copied into and it was an email from him to his manager saying can you please send this guy the stems like please huh. and so and then. Like got it. The next day, just, just got the stems. So I've got the studio acapella stems of it, literally just because I asked. Like, Jeez, all right. You yeah, know, okay. like, and people don't, like, understand that. Like, if you imagine if you wrote a track yeah, and it had, like, vocals and someone hits you up and goes, oh, man, I want to remix your track. Can I, like, use your acapella? Man, like, of as an artist, yeah. you're going to be, like, so keen. Like, unless you can't legally. Like, I've had – Yeah. I remember I hit up um, – I hit up Camel Fat. Like, this was before they really <laughs> – like blew up yeah. in the last sort of couple of years, even though their boys been massive, but um, they really sort of blew up more recently. And I hit them up, like emailed them, like, oh, can I get the acapella to this tune? And they emailed me back and they were just like, oh, man, like we don't actually own the tune anymore because it's signed to the label, yeah. so you have to ask the label. And he's like, they're probably going to say no, but they're like, here's the contact to ask if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I asked and they were like, oh, no. Nah. Like, you know, the label yeah, was okay, like, no. Nah. Yeah. But like... You know, like people. That's don't, the worst thing that could happen, though. Yeah, but people don't think that they'll get a response, and you might not. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of the times you don't. Um, but just to ask, like, sometimes you'll be surprised at, like, you know, what you can get from just yeah, asking. Okay. You know, um, and there's a lot I of things. Implement that. Like, yeah, you just like, man, the worst that can happen as long as you you can get over the fact that you might. Get, yeah, it's that whole fear the of rejection. rejection. Yeah, yeah, you might get rejected, but like. If you don't ask, then you, you're already not going to get whatever it is you exactly. want anyway. So I think that's something yeah, that like people, that. people don't think about enough. Um, so there's a there's a pro tip to yeah. get into. So if you want to do any of those things, ask. ask. <laughs> Easy. Like, get involved, yeah. it's um, But, yeah, and that's how, you know, that's how the community keeps going. You have volunteers and then they move up and they learn from the – Older heads, yeah, they move up into the more senior positions, and then you have other volunteers and people come through, and they move up. It's just, it's the way it keeps keeps going, you know. So, but uh, yeah, that's it. So, um, so coming up, what what else have we got coming up? Have you got anything lined up? You working on another edit pack? Um, yeah, no, yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, if you love doing them and you just go and do it, yeah, always gonna like, yeah, always, always, we're like, yeah, working on edits, yeah, um. Slowly, very slowly, getting a hang of production. Yeah, just it's just the point of going through YouTube tutorials, mm. which is very benef- beneficial, but also it's just so hard to find what you're looking for sometimes. Yeah. Like I can't actually ask him anything. There's too so, much. Yeah, there's almost too much information. As yeah, well. like sometimes, like the beginning of a video, I've got no idea what they're talking about, and like I can't ask them anything because they're yeah. not there. Yeah, but um, there's some really good people doing tutorials. Um cheap at the moment too yeah so, i have heard of that um, like doing lessons and stuff so and because everyone's like totally on the online vibe right at the moment, it doesn't yeah. really matter that you're into woomba 
Um, yeah, I have. That you, can, you know what I mean? I like have been looking do. into it, yeah. Yeah, and I know, like, I know some people doing, like, real good prices on stuff, like, um, for tutorials and stuff. So yeah. So I'll give you some names Please for people do. To, to talk to afterwards. Um, because that's great because it, it helps them out, but it also helps. Of course. You know, like, you out and people yeah. want to learn. So I think now's a really great time for that because that's all those big artists and, like, anyone who has that skill – is like at the moment they're like not touring, not doing any of that, yeah. like not playing gigs, so, not making free. money. So they're free and they also need to make some <clears> money. So it's like, you Why know, not? perfect time. Yeah. So it's the perfect time right now to like try and learn off, um, you know, people in the industry who are doing that kind of stuff. And yeah. like when we are back to normal, like you're not going to have that as much of an opportunity because they are going to yeah. be that busy. Yeah, they'll be busy again. Yeah, Because there's always people out there who can teach you, but it's like if you want to learn off people who – yeah, artists like doing, doing great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can actually sort of you can do that now because they've got the time to to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's exactly. definitely. Um. So and then so when's when's the first? Uh, let's let's oh, hold no. yourself accountable. When's the first original going to be the done? Date? Original. What's the oh, what's the fuck. date? He's like, what's the date? No, oh, Tuesday. Nah. No. Yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No original look. Do I, you have any goals for like when you might want to have something? I've, like, I've done? got a goal. Like, my first original, whether it be, you know, trash or whatever, I just want to have my first original, might not um, put it out, but like, I want to have that done by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I'm pretty hard on myself when it comes to actually making stuff, which is a good thing I find, but um, probably won't release it or anything. Oh, that's but yeah, right. that's a goal. Like, like Make have something that. and finish it and go, that's finished, that song. Yeah. May not be that not good. Not great, but, but it's finished. Yeah, because finishing, finishing music's a total another kettle of fish. Yeah. We'll talk to you about that once you get right into it. Cause <laughs> okay, it's, okay. Because it's, yeah, it's that like, it. you just get so interested in starting new tunes mm -hmm. and stuff. And because you're always getting like way better, it's like you start a new tune, you're like, this tune sounds way better than the last one. Yeah. I don't want to finish the last, like go and finish go that last 10%. I want to keep working on this because this is way better. And then like you start another little idea like just a little bit going. later and you're like, no, I don't want to finish that yeah. one because this one's way better. Like, because you always make those leaps, so. It's interesting to um, you know see what um, you know people sort of yeah how they go with production and sort of you know how they the mindset of it is so um, so interesting um, that you know doesn't really there's no tutorials on my or there's not many tutorials on mindset like no. how to like sit down and actually and everyone's get different into too the mood. yeah 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 so but no what we'll set a I don't know what I'm checking the date again yeah. yeah we'll set a goal like end of the year original. In a remix, end of the year. Cool. We'll give it a red hot crack. I'll be waiting for it then. All right. Um, yeah, <laughs> pressure's on. Yeah. So where can we we'll find you there. online and that then? Like what's your socials, social um, handles? Oh what's no. the best place to find you? Best place is probably Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, It's Will Mind. Um, Facebook is just Will Mind. One, it's all one word, right? Uh, no, they're two words. No, two words? Yeah. So Will Mind. Will and, Mind. And what about on Instagram? Is it all one word? It's, Will it's all one word, yeah. yeah okay, it's yeah. Will Mind. And then SoundCloud, it's just Will Mind as yep. well. Two words. Cool. Yeah, pretty easy. Pretty awesome. simple words. Easy. Yeah, man. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for coming in for a chat. Thanks um, for having me. It'll be awesome to hopefully see you at Stockies if, you know, mm. when, when things come back, if that happens. When we get but, back. You know, who knows what it's <clears> going to be like, man. You know, you might have like the head, 
some of like the absolutely best DJs in Brisbane playing at Stockies because the Met's not open. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you might have Noi, Jordan Burns, and all that. Like, you know, Could like, be crazy. Just like every week, kind of. You, I don't. You don't know what. No, the, of course not. What the layout's going to look like. So it's it's so hard to tell what's going to happen. Figure it out. Yeah. But, um, look forward to seeing you play sometime soon. Of course. I haven't seen you play yet, so I'm going to have to see you play whenever. Hopefully, you, whenever hopefully soon. Yet, so. awesome, awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Thanks for coming down. Have a good one. Bang, there we go, guys. What an episode. I really loved that one with Will. So good to find out about, you know, Toowoomba uh, and sort of that different sort of town and what the, you know, what the nightlife and what people are into up there. Also interesting to find out about the remix packs and also how he sort of, you know, broke out into other cities. So some really good tips in there for anyone else who's looking to maybe try and play in rural and remote towns or even just different cities uh, from where they live. Make sure you follow Will Mind on all of his platforms, Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. There should be links in the description for everyone, so just go there and check him out. As always, guys, make sure you check out everything I do at Koi on all platforms, but just go to the website, beerwith.com, and you can check out everything we do. All right, guys, that's it for this one. I hope you're having a great day or night, wherever you are, and I'll see you guys soon for the next episode.